Welcome to this Joy 94.9 podcast. We want to hear from you. It's time for our listener survey. So head to the Joy website and let us know what you love about the station and your presenters. Maybe you'd like to share your thoughts on Joy's program production team, the volunteers behind Joy Podcasts. The result of this survey will assist us in continuing to be the best possible station we can be. Head to joy.org.au and have your say. Joy 94.9, your voice, your radio station. You're listening to a Joycast from DLBTIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. Bent Notes is our weekly jazz program going to air each Sunday night. My guest on Bent Notes tonight is an actor, a playwright, a songwriter, and he started his singing career a little later than most. He has produced three albums of his favourite songs, and he has now moved to a warmer climate in Queensland. He also has a stage name which he has discovered is a lot more commonly at first thought. It's my pleasure to welcome to Bent Notes, Buddy Love. G'day, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you, Buddy. Thank you for taking the time to have a chat to us tonight. Yeah, thanks for inviting me on. That's great. Now, it's a great stage name, Buddy, but I understand that you found a lot more buddies than you had initially imagined. Uh, yeah, there seems to be quite a few of them around. Um, I looked, uh, yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a well-used name, apparently. It, it is a good name. It's just got something about it. I think it's the fact that it's a strong first name and then a simple single-syllable last name that really grabs your attention well. Yeah, well, it comes from the movie The Nutty Professor. I don't know if you know that. I do indeed. A great uh, Jerry with, Lewis movie. Uh, with, Jerry Lewis movie, yeah. Well, I was a bit, bit of a, a fan of Jerry when I was a boy, so, um, yeah, that movie always stuck with me. It was kind of a... Um, yeah, the nutty professor turns into a cool jazz singer. <laughs> so it's a bit of nutty professor in me as well. All so right. You <laughs> did, did, you, did you have a long list of possible stage names that you had to choose from? Um, no, that was always the one. Yeah, no, it was always... No, that was it. That was just one. I thought, yeah, that, that'll, that'll uh, buddy love will do, <laughs> and do very well. Why is the name so important? Do you think to an artist the the, the name that people know you by as a as a, an artist? Um, is it important? Oh, I guess it, I don't know. It's it's just basically you know it's just a I guess is it I don't know if it's important. But it's just um, as long as you can um, do your music under that title and and you can produce good quality music, I guess that's the... Because you could call yourself Buddy Love and, um, you know, not be very good, I guess, or, you know, it depends on what the public thinks. I guess it's basically just uh, giving the name sort of some justice, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Now, most singers of any genre start their career really when they're young, sort of down in the teenage years, but you didn't start your singing career until somewhat later in life. Why did you wait yeah. until that time, and, and what was it that finally kicked you off to get going? Well, I think people said years ago that I had a good voice, but um, I guess, um, I, you know, I, I pursued acting for a lot of years. I did a lot of... Um, did a lot of plays and studied acting in New York, and um, so I guess I pursued that for a long time. And, um, and then I um, met a Russian um, 
well, he was a vocal coach and he taught me a lot. So I sort of learnt a lot of my skills from doing lots of different acting classes. So that helped me sort of uh, with my voice. So, um, you know, and then I did karaoke. And then when I came back to Melbourne in about 2002 or three. Uh, I bumped into the old Dizzy's and uh, it's, it's where they had the open mic there sort of on a Friday and Saturday night at the old post office in uh, Swan Street. I don't know if you ever made it there. No, I didn't get there, uh, buddy, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it was, it was a brilliant, a great venue, you know. Has singing always been on your bucket list or was, was it something that you really only uh, jumped onto as you... you um went through your life? Yeah, I think it was kind of... Yeah, I think it was always kind of there, but I guess because um, I you know, I just worked a normal job for a lot of years and then eventually, you know, just thought, you know, I, I, was a, I listened to lots of different music, you know, like uh, sort of influenced by, you know, like um, Dean Martin and, you know, Frank Sinatra and... You know, even people like um, John Lennon and Vince Jones and uh, to um, all the old ones, you know, Perry Como and Al Martino and <laughs> all those sort of people, you know. So it was kind of, and, you know, people like Karen Carpenter and just a, it was just a, a mixture of uh, um, different um, artists that sort of, you know, influenced me. So I guess I guess just I was a, lo- a slow developer in in that regard, I guess, you know. To, to actually, you know, get on stage and actually do it. So. But if you've been on stage acting and and uh, studying acting, then you've probably had your hands full anyway with uh, moving in that direction. Yeah, well, that was kind of the, the focus. And then, you know, I did even... So I did a few other things. I wrote some plays and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I think when I went to the old... The, the Dizzy's, the old post office, that kind of... You know, it was such a really great venue that I thought, yeah, this is looks good. So yeah, I just gave it a go, you know. Like, I I really didn't, because I couldn't play an instrument, and plus I had to learn the craft. So, um, you know, and that took took a long time. So, you know, so, so, so yeah, yeah it, takes, it takes a long time. The, the skills you need to be a singer, buddy, is that similar to the skills you've needed through your life in terms of your acting and your playwriting, et cetera? Um, yeah, with the acting, yeah, definitely with the um, you learn all the skills because I didn't have many singing lessons, but uh, basically, um, yeah, all the acting lessons taught me how to sing, and all the different people. So it mainly taught me about the voice. But then when I started singing, I had to learn about um, um, you know the craft and knowing what keys are and all that sort of stuff. You know, which that was all kind of foreign to me, so I had to learn. You know the the music musicality side of things. So yeah, did you find that difficult to grasp? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I remember I asked a drummer to do something in C minor, and he said, "Yeah, no worries." <laughs> you know, because so um, yeah. So I had to learn the. You know, I didn't know a thing about music. You know, the music um, yeah side of things. So I had to learn. How to talk the lingo, sort of thing. So that 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 took a while, you know. So, sort of begged, borrowed, and steal, sort of, um, you know, where, where I could learn, you know. So yeah, it took took a while though. Yeah, 
From the, but I always thought I could, could do it, you know. From the artists that you've mentioned, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, etc., it, it sounds as if your tastes have always in music have always been in the general jazz popular type vein. Is, are there any other genres that you really have enjoyed through your life? Oh, uh, yeah, I think rock, you know, kind of rock music. Uh, you know, people like um, Eric Burden, you know, I still love him. I don't know if you remember him. Um, I have heard his name, but not not in my uh, not in my choice of music. Yeah, um, probably um, you know, and the Beatles, of course. Um, so yeah, well, you know, I grew up in the '60s, so all the you know great rock bands, you know, in the late '60s were around. So kind of you know, I always appreciated a really. Nice, nice voice, you know, like uh, even Rodriguez. I don't know if you remember him. Um, well, he's still around. <laughs> and, you know, Lennon, John Lennon had a beautiful voice. Uh, so I guess, yeah, well, I was always fond of the voice. So. And you, you said you started going to Dizzy's on an open mic night. Was that a challenge to, to step up there the first time? Or, or had you, from your acting skills, that really prepare you to uh, get up there in front of people? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I was ever frightened of that. But, you know, I mean, I obviously had lots of train wrecks, you know, <laughs> in the early days. Um, like, you know, everyone's going to learn the craft. So, it, uh, yeah, it, it just... Um, but, yeah, you just get back up there next week and... You know, you keep keep sort of you know learning and asking questions and you know like like anything you know if you uh, persevere you'll get there I guess you know so that's kind of the the basic um, upshot of all that. My guest on Bent Notes tonight is author, actor, songwriter, and jazz vocalist Buddy Love. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy ninety four point nine. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Buddy, what is it about a song that attracts your attention? How do you approach that song, whether it's being to sing live or to record, and if you do it do it live or recording, is it a different approach? Um, <clears throat> gee, it's a good, good question. Um, yeah, I guess it's a different... Uh, approach in some ways, I guess. You know, you you if it, you're going to record it, you want to make sure you get it right. So I guess mainly the more rehearsal you do before you re- record, um, is, it's going to be better for the band. Um, so you know, the last album, a lot of the songs are like one one takes because we rehearse quite. Uh, quite a lot before we recorded, so um, I think that's you know, um, yeah, the more rehearsal, it's better, and then and then you go in, obviously go into the studio, kind of fresh and and uh, give it your best, I guess. When you're in studio, you just mentioned that it's a one take uh, recording. That's a good way to do it, I reckon, because you get what it is in one hit. But preparation for that, how do you know that you're ready to be able to get that recording done in one take? Um, oh, again, yeah, it's basically making sure that you, you've you rehearsed together and, you know, and, and it helps if people know the song really well. 
and you know, the, 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 if you get great musicians like I did in the last album, um, they're professionals, so they, you know, they're they're really prepared for the song. So it's it's kind of everyone, you know, wants to give one hundred percent. So I guess that's what they do, you know. And then you know, if, it, if you not every song, you know, goes down the first take, but. Um, you know, quite a few did in the last album, so it kind of it's really nice when that happens. So, uh, but yeah, it's just just got to prepare and your homework and um, you know, and and make sure you got really great. Uh, it's it's beneficial if you've got uh, great musicians with you. In, in your last album, were the musos that you used musos that you had played with before, so there was a degree of familiarity. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. Most of them I'd, I'd played with. Yeah, so that that would that sort of kind of help. You know, you know, you knew each other, and basically, yeah. So you're all, yeah, you know, you played with them, and they knew the songs, and you you know, you'd rehearsed quite a lot. So yeah, it made it made a big difference. Yeah. Now, as an actor and a singer, you get to perform other people's words. And you've just got to put your own take on on those words. But as an author and now a singer songwriter, you get to compose and perform your own words. Does that give you a greater sense of achievement? Uh, yeah, I think so. The, the uh, first song you played, Coffee. I woke up meaning Coffee. Probably uh, from the start to the end, that probably took me about four years. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a long wait, long, a long time, time to wait for a cup of coffee. Yes, it is. But uh, yeah, it just took a long time to because it's a lot of words and um, uh, to sit with them and choose them where they would go. So, uh, I mean, that's probably to do the album. But the song took a long time. So it took took yeah, probably you know from from the start to the end. Yeah, it took probably three or four years to get you know, that song, exactly how I wanted it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why it took so long. It just did. <laughs> do, you but, find uh, it, do you find it difficult to write the the, the words? Or do, you, do you find, well, my, my question should be, the idea for the song, did you find it difficult to come up with an idea to which you could put words? No, no, they just, just come and find you. You know, you wake up in the... Uh, you know, wake up with a bit of an angst one morning and, you know, a song comes to you or whatever, you know, a song comes to you, whatever you're doing in life, and it just, it's all of a sudden there that you, um, you've just got to get onto your phone as quick as possible or write it down. Um, so once you've got the, the idea and then, then you sit with it for, um, you know, uh, that song had lots of words in it, so that, that took me quite some time to, to construct them, so um, yeah, just it just uh, it hits you, you know. The the song finds you because you're somewhere doodling somewhere, and and then and then you you uh, uh, try to finish the song and and uh, write it, and then you know have to make up the music towards it. So, is there much difference between writing a, a play or a novel and writing a song? They're all creative processes. They're all kind of yeah. No, they're all they're all the same. You know, like basically, they're one. They're a little bit different. The music's you know got a, a different side to it, but basically, you know, they're creative attributes, and and you just 
go about them and um, uh, they take they take whatever they take. You know, sometimes they take four years or sometimes they take uh, two days. So it kind of depends what you're, you're wanting to do. And, you know, um, music's just a lot a lot different because you've got, if you're doing it with other people, you've got to consider all the different instruments and uh, just... Um, but, when, yeah, when it's your own song, you, you know, you want to get it right. So you kind of... You've got to be patient. And sometimes I'm not patient, but... Uh, <laughs> I was in that. I was in that in that instance. Yeah. Did you find that you became um, more precious over your own songs when you were recording them than you did over other people's songs? I yes, yes, without a doubt. Yep, yep. You're very precious. <laughs> and, and did that provide for you a really good impetus to? just build it up and up and up until you got exactly what you wanted or did you have to find a point where you said that's good enough uh no no i think you've the first statement you said probably right yeah no you you want to you want to make it do it justice you know because i'm the i don't play an instrument i have to do it all on um you know with the help of other musicians and you know band in the box so ah, right. kind of um, so yeah i don't have the luxury of um, well, with that I did, but it's kind of it's a little bit longer process because I'm not a an, an instrumentalist. But it just takes what it takes, you know. Fair enough. It, it anything takes the time it takes to get there, doesn't it? You can't speed yeah, it up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. But sometimes yeah, if, if you rush, you <clears throat> you do end up making mistakes. So um, yeah, it was kind of I was happy with the way the song turned out. You've oh, you've re- you've recorded three albums now, buddy. Living in the moment, temperamental musician, and I woke up needing coffee. Yes. Now, do those albums contain all your favourite songs? Uh just about actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, I guess the the first jazz artist I like sort of uh, was uh, I kind of responded to was. Uh, uh, like Linda Ronstadt, and uh, that's when I did Love a Man yeah. from that first album. So, yeah, it, uh, it uh, and I've done yeah, I've done most of the songs that I really you know kind of kind of enjoyed listening to you know growing up and just listening to the different versions. It it must be quite a thrill to be able to get to a position now where you you have some albums recorded of you singing your favourite songs, songs that you have known for years from other artists. Yeah, it is. I guess, yeah, it's a bit of a bucket list, as you say before, so it's good to get it off your chest and, and do those songs, you know. Um, um, you know, but it's kind of, I don't know if I'd be doing an album for a while. I've written about four new songs, but... Uh, uh, you know, it's kind of an expensive process, so might have to wait a you know a little while now to the next one, if there's going to be a next one. But uh, well, you know, I might have to do it you know online sort of music um, as opposed to doing you know like a physical you know CD. A lot of that happening now, isn't there, with the technology available to us? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm still got to improve myself with all that. I'm intrigued by the name of your digital album, Temperamental Musician. Uh, is that referring to yourself or someone else? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, protect the uh, the innocent. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a little bit temperamental. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, are you? Um, 
And uh, I guess you know, uh, it's uh, yeah, we're all, we're uh, we're all potentially a little bit temperamental. So I guess it's uh, um, yes, it's. Uh, yeah, that's all I'll say on that subject. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Buddy, thank you for taking the time to chat with me here yeah. tonight on Bent Notes. I have enjoyed our time together. Yeah. Your three albums yeah, are Living in the Moment, which has a marvellous mm-hmm. image on the front cover of, of droplets of water and the, the ripples yeah, that they, they create. Uh, your second yeah. album is the Buddy Love Jazz Trust Live at Guildford Lane. And yes, then the yeah, third. That's, where, that, that's kind of that, that's where temperamental musician. That's on that album, but I made a digital copy for you of uh, temp, temperamental musician. Right, and I woke up needing coffee, being your latest album, which yeah, is a, that's a right, yeah. beautiful image of a a glass of coffee. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And don't we need a cup of coffee in the morning? <laughs> exactly, and and they're available on your website, which is buddylovesjazz dot com. And I noticed uh, they're also on iTunes. Uh, yeah, the the last album's not, but um, I'm just a little slow with all the technology, so um, I'll get there eventually. But um, yeah, but basically, you can go to the BuddyLovesJazz.com uh, website, and the music's available there. It so. certainly is. It streams at you as you uh, have a look through the websites. Beautiful stuff to to listen yeah. to and to, to look at. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Find more Joycasts and show blogs, go to joy.org.au.